welcome back to Starring Milan, the podcast. This is season three, episode eight, and I took Luna's microphone away because I have a guest here, one of my closest and oldest, not age-wise, length of time-wise, <laughs> friends, Arissa Marie Durrell. Oh, the full name. Hello, everyone. I was going to ask you if you had a second middle name, but that's Tonya. That's Tonya. Yeah. I only have one middle name, Marie, after my grandmother. You know, I um, made up, I don't know if I told my podcast audiences, I made up my middle name and I only made it up because you and a few other people I knew had like a middle name and their screen yeah. name it was like Arissa Marie and I didn't have one. So I wanted to be Milan and Nikki. And you are Milan and Nikki. Yeah. Well, that was my past life. Now I'm starting. So now Milana. you dropped it? Yeah. Now I'm starting. <laughs> and now I'm starting Milana. Okay. Um, if you guys are new here, welcome. This podcast is also available on YouTube. Visit youtube.com forward slash starring Milana. Make sure to subscribe, leave uh, a comment, give this video a thumbs up. And if you're watching on YouTube, there is an audio version to this on most podcast apps. Just search at starring Milana and you can follow me at starring Milana on Instagram and Twitter. There are three segments on this podcast. The first one is called BTS, where we kind of recap my past week. The second segment is called Talkworthy, where we pick a few things going on in the media and we try to offer a new or different perspective. And the third segment is called Dropping Gems, where we pick a topic of the week and we drop a few gems. Um, so before we get into the segments, I guess we should just kind of introduce you a little bit better. Um, we have been friends for 18 years. Did you know that? I did not know that. I did the math. That's a long time. We're old, And bitch. I feel old. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wonder if there's going to be a point in my life where I'm like, I've known you for 20 years. And no, I'm like, no yeah. way. Like, I've known you for 20 years almost. 18 years? Since yeah. 2002. 2002. Yeah. Okay. That's a long time. That's a very long time. Oh, my God. And, like, yeah, that's a long time. And how do you feel about me? I love you. <laughs> so. Yeah. You're still here. <laughs> So, so yeah, Arisa and I met in middle school, yes. uh, sixth grade. Uh, we'll get into it, how we met. It's dance team days. And we stayed really close friends through high school. Then we went to the same college. We were roommates. Mm -hmm. we, um, together. we used to be in a clique called T-Mac. So, you know, we were really just like we're doing it. We're still in a clique we're called T-Mac. We're still in a clique <laughs> called T-Mac. That's true. Um, we spent like almost every day together, summers together. I like lived mm -hmm. at your house. Mm -hmm during summer camp season, mm -hmm. like so many memories, um, but we can get into all of that. Well, actually, we're here. do you remember that one summer, or was it like a fall semester at LMU? We had some Puerto Ricans living with us. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know why I always go back to that story. I was thinking to myself, like, It's what? a very college story. Right? Isn't that? It's a really weird story. I don't think it happens to all college students. Mm, I don't know. It's very girls, which I'm started okay. watching again. Oh yes, okay, girls, the show on HBO. If you guys don't but know, yeah, we had our our other roommate, our friend Tonya. She had two. Oh, you're just gonna out her like that? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But I, they're exchange students. Were they though? <laughs> that's the, that's the story we tell people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Tony went off to study abroad and came right. back and brought some friends. And they were supposed to come and visit okay, and stay for a couple of days. Yeah. And then they stayed for quite some time they, what, in our like, living room. But I loved it because every morning they would make breakfast. I loved it too. Platanos. Like, I was having yeah. such a great time with them. Um, they were like, I felt protected. Like, there was someone in the... I didn't feel, like, scared of them. I felt protected. Like, there was someone in the living they room that was, like, so nice watching us. Like, I wonder where they are today. I don't know. I don't but know. But they're probably, like, really good partners if yeah. they're, like, in relationships. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I was... Because I was thinking about stories that happened when we lived together. That's, like, one that I really remember. Mm -hmm. And then that one time we lost our friend and found her car but didn't find her just like we were looking for her all night long i don't want to give away her name it was her birthday she disappeared we thought she got kidnapped because her car was at the apartment which she okay. was nowhere to be found <laughs> okay and I then after hours of looking for her she was on the bedroom floor <laughs> of her apartment okay sleeping because she was so drunk i vaguely recall that do you remember that Yes and no. We tried to break into her house, but we didn't have the keys. We looked through the bedroom and window. And she lived, she lived she, in our same... Yeah, she lived okay, in our yeah. building, and we looked through her bedroom window, and she wasn't in her bedroom, so we just thought she's, like, out or got kidnapped, and, you know, God forbid, and then we yeah. found out later that she was just sleeping on the floor on the side of her bed, and we couldn't <laughs> see her through the window. 
I mostly remember us watching Teen Mom from different yes. rooms. Yes. And like calling each other and being like, she's crazy. Yeah. Arissa <laughs> like totally gets my Teen Mom like obsession. Yes. Bentley, we love him. Bentley. Yeah. And Macy. Yeah, Macy. She's so ride or die. But not really. Um, all right, so we can get into BTS. So in this segment, Arissa, we, you know, because you listen sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, we recap my past week and now your past week. So my week was really hectic. Um, as you know, Lena and I basically have a full-time job. I have another one. So we've been working so hard, so exhausted, that yesterday when I was driving home at like 1 o'clock in the morning, it was 2, it was 2 o'clock in the morning, I was like, I can't wait to get home. I was so tired that I passed my home. And, yes, I was, like, just kept going on the freeway straight, like, looking like this. You were driving from work? No, from her house. Oh. That's my second job. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was rough. That's been a rough part of my week. The book club started. Yeah. What are you guys reading? Um, the Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. What's that? It's basically about finding your creativity back. Like, we just started, mm. but it's supposedly it's life-changing, so I'll get into it when we are a few chapters in, because I can't really say much I right now. I need your other book. The window. Oh, the woman in the window. Do you yeah. have you seen the the trailer? No. Oh my god! If you go to the movies, it's now showing because it's coming out in May. I'll give you my book. I think I want to read it first. Yeah, you should. Um, but you guys, the woman in the window. I know I was raving about it. How like it's greatest book ever. I feel like it's just so crazy. And so we, I went to the movies and I saw the trailer for it, and I'm so excited because Amy Adams, what's her name? Amy Adams, the redhead. She looks fucking crazy in the movie. She looks like really bad. Which is this is a really scary good. movie? book it's like a thriller yeah oh. it's, it's like good she's like she has like agoraphobia and she sits in her house because she agoraphobia is like oh, a fear of going outside right. so she sits in her house and she's like watching people all the time so it's like eerie yeah and then people like will come into her house and she like will let them in but she can never go out so it's like a lot of weird shit mm. happen and she watches her neighbors yeah i need that so it's really really good um what else i saw uncut gems did you love it? I oh loved my god, it. I didn't know if you saw it. Okay, I okay. want to go see it. First of all, from the beginning, I was just like, like I never had a chance no, to exhale. Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I, the movie was so loud to me. It was so loud. Sorry. I, yeah, I no, got it's really okay, loud. It's okay. It was so loud. It was so loud. I literally had to turn to my boyfriend and be like, Do you feel like this is loud? Like I yeah. like I was just like Okay, like, can we breathe? I have never seen a movie like that in my life. Like, I've been, I saw movies that were kind of like take you up and down, up and down, but it was so loud and I had so much anxiety the whole time. And it was like, go, go. It was go, go, go. That was a perfect role for him, though. It was so good. I was so surprised. And he had like Cardi's on the whole whole movie. I was like, (laughs) look at Mr. Sandler. And then The Weeknd. I know, he was weird. But I love seeing him in a movie because, like, he barely does interviews. Like, you never get to really see him, like, talk or anything. So I was like, oh, my God, that weekend is in a movie. Like, this is so crazy. Yeah. Because he was weird just, I feel like, how he would be. I was going to say, I feel like that was exactly how he would be in real life, which is weird. It is weird. I know. I know it's weird. But he performed. They were basing it, like, in 2012, I guess, or something like that. No. 2012? Yeah, 2012, because they were playing The Morning. It was, like, his performance. Right, the morning. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, Which I was like, ooh, I love this. I love it. That's, like, my House ooh, of Balloons forever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you know, fun fact, about the actress, the his, like, girlfriend, mm-hmm. did you know that that was her first role ever? Really? So I did a little research, and basically she was, like, a socialite. Like, we used to go to clubs and, like, had, like, a little clothing boutique on the side, but it was, like, a club girl in New York, and she met the directors of the movie, like, being out in the town in the early, like, 2010s. And so they remembered her, and they kind of wrote this role around her. And they contacted her, and they asked her to be in it. She's like, but I'm not an actress. They were like, we want you to be in it. Yeah, so, like, people were, like, auditioning for this role, but, like, she got it, like, right away. She was just, like, being herself because it's exactly who she is. And now it's, like, she was, like, a breakout. It was a breakout role. It's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's the same as, um, what's his name? Lakeith Stanfield. Which movie? For um, Get Out. Oh, I'm, pre- I'm like not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure that was his first. No way, because that was that. If that's his first role, I was crazy. Yeah, he just like he wasn't doing anything, and then he just went on audition and just killed and it, got it, and yeah. then was like, oh, that's I love I'm that. pretty sure it was Get Out, but that's amazing. But yeah, I love that movie, and I feel like it got snubbed, but we can talk about that in the Oscars section because I'm not happy about it. Oh, yeah, it didn't. No. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. From the moment I saw the trailer, I was like, Adam Sandler's going to kill Me that. too. And I was like, it's not like a life-changing movie, but it tells like this very honest story of addiction that there is no best way out, and the best way out is death. 
like that was really what I got from it and I'm just like it was like so like it, I've never seen a movie where I felt that anxious and it was that loud the entire time not that I like love being in that place I actually don't but I just never there was never a moment where I calmed down I'm like wow they really did a yeah. good job of showing the craziness and the hectic life yeah I actually remember thinking this is the first scene where it's silent the scene with his daughter in the kitchen mm-hmm. that yeah. I was like I can, like, I am able to pinpoint yeah. when it and gets And this scene with his calm. wife at his father-in-law's house. Like, right. those were the only moments where I was like, oh. But it did really, like, open... I'm like, is this what it's like to, like, be a gambling addict? Yeah. Like, it, it, I it didn't was, even know all the parlays and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, know either. I learned so much. But he, it just really goes to show you that there's you're never satisfied. Like, it never right, ends. Right, right. So, I don't know. I, I'm really shocked that it get nominated. Um... Something that I didn't watch that I need to watch is the Aaron Hernandez documentary. And watched I, you watched it. Tell me, not like all about it because we don't want to ruin it for right. everyone. Most people I think know the story, but. Okay, so my boyfriend and I watched it this week. And so I had heard about Aaron Hernandez because of the murder trial. Yeah. I didn't really know about him in football, but I don't really follow football like that. Um, so basically, I think it's like three episodes. Oh, okay, not Three so bad. Three or four episodes, not bad at all. But what I didn't know, which you probably know, and I found out watching it, is that he killed himself. Yes, I knew that. I did not know that. I knew that. So, but it was very controversial. It was controversial. So basically, you know, the documentary just goes over kind of like how he was brought up and his home life and his family and then, um, you know, his transition into college and then the NFL and then also how he was kind of living this double life. Yeah, that's the idea. He had like a double life. Like, a gangster? Yeah, yeah. Like a gang member, but... But like not really. Not really. Yeah. I don't know. And then, I don't know. So you'll see it. And then it goes into depth about the murders and all, all of those things. But so literally I'm watching it and then it's like, oh, and then he hung himself. And I'm like, he's <laughs> dead? You didn't know that? Did that know is that. crazy. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not that, you know, rest in peace. But yeah. No, yeah. yeah was, I yeah. was like, I fully thought this person was alive <laughs> and in prison. I did not know that yeah. he, and, like, yeah. actually. So, yeah. And it talks about how it was controversial because people think that maybe he didn't really kill himself. Right. And kind of the reasons why he may have done that because some news had came out that day about his sexuality and right. things like that. So, so. that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I hope this is into the documentary because I knew nothing about that. Yeah. So I feel like we're going to learn a lot. You definitely will learn okay. a lot. Definitely. Okay. So I'm excited to watch that. To watch it. That's okay. good. I shall. Um, a few things I realized the other day. I was getting my nails done, guys, and I realized two things. One, they were replaying Jerry Springer, and I was like, is this still on? And I Googled it, and it, and it just came off like 2018. Mm-hmm. But that show was on for almost 30 years. I was mm-hmm. like, people have been fucking each other up for 30 years, first <laughs> yes. of all. Second, I was like, looking at Jerry Springer, and he's just like there and just like the host. And I was like, how is this his life? Like, how old is he? I want to know more. So I started, as I'm getting my nails done, like, because I always, like, Google people. I need to know where they came from, their story. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, where's Jerry from? Mm-hmm. So I started doing research. Jerry Springer was, like, he's 75 years old right now. He was, like, 73, still hosting that shit, first of really? all. Really? Yes. Second, this guy has a law degree. This man was um, a, a campaign advisor for Robert F. Kennedy before he got killed. This man is, like, it was a, was a mayor. Like, he was, like... Where's it from? Do you remember? I think it was Cincinnati. Okay. He has a full-on, like, career in politics and law. And then he started hosting, like, a kind of like a nighttime talk show. And he was interviewing, like, really prominent people. And then a couple years later, to get ratings up, they started doing, like, lifestyle and, like, pop culture and, like, that kind of... Mm. They're trying to bring on those kinds of guests. And then it got so big, like, people beating each other's asses and, like, whatever. People love that. Some cities had more <laughs> ratings than Oprah. So they were like, oh, we're going to keep on with this right, thing. Right, right. So this man was doing this shit for 30 years and, like, That's had... Yeah. wild. Yeah. And so then when the Jerry Springer show ended and he retired, they gave him another show called Judge Jerry, where it's, like, basically the same kind of cases come up and now mm-hmm. instead of them beating each other's asses because now he's 75 years old, right. he's like, <laughs> you're wrong, but why has that happened? Do you have proof? Yada, yada, yada. Did you even watch it? Is it still on? It's still on. Hmm. Jerry's never going to get off TV. Wow. I wonder if he feels, like, unfulfilled. Right? And I was thinking about that, but then I'm like, what What makes you fulfilled? He has so much money. Like, I don't know about his personal life, but he's been divorced for, like, 20 years. Like, I don't know. But what, if he where, was, like, he into politics, career, right, I, yeah. then that's, like, interesting. Imagine, but, yeah. 
maybe after he stopped the Jerry Springer show, he would have went back into politics if he was feeling, like, unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. But he's probably just like, I'm and getting this money. It's fine. Imagine he ran for, ran for president. <laughs> I mean, at this point. He would win. He would win. Because no, he's so sure, many ratings. he's so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> you can trust Jerry. Everybody feels yeah, comfortable. Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> he solves the world's problems. Um, one bitch slap at a time. Okay, so <laughs> the other thing I realized at the nail salon is that after my nose surgery, I can vitally breathe, which I realize is not a great thing sometimes because I wear a mask when I'm getting my nails done because the chemicals from the SNS mm-hmm. and the acetone, and I never really was able to like smell what it, what, what like the scent or the chemicals because I always first of all couldn't breathe and then had a mask on, and the other day I was like, oh my god, That's this real. is painful. I need to start wearing a double mask because I can breathe everything You're in. You're probably actually really sensitive to it too because you couldn't yeah, inhale like I knew, it before. Yeah. So now your brain is probably like, what? Yes, that's what happened with the cleaning supplies. Oh, I want to I want to see those. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, but my Grove collection came, guys. No smell. They work so great. And it's like some are by the Grove collection, some are by Method and like other companies like Myers. They like put mm-hmm. all these companies together depending on what you want. They're working just fine. And I'm like One really of happy. my 2020 goals is to use clean products. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. I need to see. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, But, yeah. So, you definitely need to wear a mask. Yeah. Double, double mask. <laughs> they don't look at me like I'm crazy in there. They already, I'm only the only a client that wears a mask. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Smart. I don't care. Like, I, I also, I, I like to go to nail salons that don't do, like, acrylic and stuff like that. Mm. Um, So, I was going to one for a long time that only did gel, which was, like, their only, like, guess chemical based mm-hmm. thing but they got really far yeah but the so. acetone you still need it to remove like that smells strong that too. smells to you yeah you don't smell it no oh my god i must be <laughs> maybe i have some, <laughs> some smelling powers now um and yeah wait tell me about your week before we talk about this last thing my week was pretty calm opposite of yours okay <laughs> <laughs> love to hear it can't relate <laughs> No, yeah. It was one of those weeks where it's just like, I did my work, now I'm going to chill. Oh, so that's I love like that kind of week. how I was able to watch the Aaron Hernandez. Mm. I started watching Girls from season one, which is hilarious to me. I love And that I remember that there was like some issues with Lena Dunham mm-hmm. back in the day, but I can't recall what those are, and it's funny, so. Yeah, she was a little controversial, like she would say certain things, but... Nothing too crazy where you had to cancel her. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. You know who's my favorite character on that show? Adam. I love him. I love him, and I'm so, like, I love watching his career. And his real name is Adam. I know. Yeah. Adam, Adam. <laughs> like, no confusion. Now, every time I see him, I'm like, it's, yeah, Adam. it's Adam. It's Adam. Yeah. I love him. I love Adam Driver. I think that's his name. Yeah. Um, he's, his acting career is like, phew. I know. He's in the marriage story. I mean, like, he's doing so Which well. Which is really good. I like Did you? What's on my list? It. Was it good? Okay. You okay. haven't watched it? No. Watch it. Okay. It's I'm really good. slacky. I didn't watch that bombshell or Hustlers. I saw Hustlers. So Marriage Story is like a revolutionary road. Okay. Which I love. Mm-hmm. They have a very similar <laughs> argument scene, and it's just like. Fabulous. It's so good. It's nominated. So. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good. Nice. Or was See, that the Golden go, Adam. Was that the Golden Globes? I don't know. Something's nominated. Um, oh, they might have been. The Golden Globes just happened. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been that. Okay. So you watched that. So I watched Girls and what else did I do? I went to a Moroccan mm-hmm. food place for dinner the other night for friend's birthday. It was so good. Have I had Moroccan food? It was actually near where you used to live when we were growing up on Sunset. Oh. It's on Sunset in La Brea. Oh. Um. It was so good. I've never had Moroccan food. It was my first time. It was like a really cool experience. And they had this really good tea. And you know, I love tea. Yeah. It was like very light. And then with like a little sweet hint at the end. It was so good. What is Moroccan food? Like what did you eat anyway? Yeah. So it they kind of serve it family style. Yeah. So everything that came out was, um, they had like a lentil soup first. Mm. And then they had this dish called brick, which is basically like egg and I think shredded chicken. Like fried into this very light oh, kind of dough. Okay. So good. Interesting. And then they brought out a bunch of meats like um, chicken and beef and lamb on skewers. Mm-hmm. And then they had like some um, veggies. Okay. But it's delicious. Okay. Good to know. I'll, uh, maybe I'll try And they had belly dancers. Oh, yeah. I know and those I'm like, kinds. this is an experience. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Lena, you can talk, Lena, just because you don't have a mic. It's okay. What was the name of the place that you remember? It's called Mound of Tunis. On Sunset in Hollywood. 
Oh, okay. Lena, oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Look. Lena knows about Morocco. Cause she's not far from there. <laughs> yeah. Also, Lena, you sound so much better. Yeah. Today. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, because you were saying when I... When you were on the podcast. No, when I was listening last week, I was like, oh, she's really sick. Yeah, she's better, guys. She's better. But now (laughs) I think I'm getting sick. But God forbid. That was a recovery. Like, that when I was, like, sick two, three I couldn't even listen to her talking to me. I was like, I can't even listen to her voice anymore. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I can't talk. I I was like, oh, poor baby. Yeah, it was bad. But you better. But look at you, thriving. Yeah, I got Yeah. Great. Now she's back to talking. Anything else? Um, I think that's it. Oh, Beyonce just posted some Ivy Park stuff, mm-hmm. you know, from her new collection. Mm-hmm. It's so cute to I me. didn't see it yet. You should look at it. Okay. Some of it is like, eh, but some of Where it is Where are like they really selling cute. it? Because they were selling it in Topshop and Topshop's closed. Is it just it's online? Yeah. Nordstrom? Is, so she's relaunching it um, with Adidas. So oh, Ivy Park wow. Oh, yeah, it's an Adidas collab. So now she co- like, well, it'll always be with Adidas now. She's mm. not just, like, collabing with Adidas. Like, she's they bought, they bought it over, yeah. As a brand, so I'm sure it's going to be sold. Which she needs, yeah. because nothing yeah. of her designer stuff ever does well. No, it doesn't do yeah. well. Yeah. That's really interesting. Because I don't think that she can really design well. Right. Well, but I mean, this these pieces are really cute. Okay. You know what's so interesting? Because I think about Rihanna, who's, like, fashion career just, like, Mm-hmm. Skyrocketed. That is the one place Rihanna beats Beyonce. But on Fashion Street. Clothing. Yeah. She doesn't like have so Rihanna, Rihanna does. She has like a high end couture line. Oh, she has Savage. She has she had that collab oh. with Puma. Anything she does, it like sells oh, out oh, in two I seconds. Mean, I, the last thing I'm gonna talk about BTS, not about our week, but like Arissa and I have a similarity because last year both of us moved in with our boyfriends oh, for the yes. first time, yes. and our stories are a little bit different because Gino and I moved into our, our place together, and then you moved into. Chris's place that he already had. Right. And I think that's the dynamic is so interesting because I feel like it's different when you like move in with someone versus like when you're moving into their space. Yeah. But I mean, eventually I feel like you can take over. But in the beginning, <laughs> it's kind of like, tell me about your experience. Yeah. So it's next month, it will be a year that I was there. Wow. That I've been there. Um, I know. It's so fast. But so he had already lived there for a long time and he had roommates. Mm-hmm. And so his roommates moved out, and we had already talked about, you know, moving in together. So I was like, okay, perfect time for me to move in. But since he had been there for so long, I think that he didn't think about <laughs> some of the things that, like, I would want to change. Uh-huh, yeah. Just coming in. Which, like, he was he's very, like, clean and all that. So all that was fine. But to make the space kind of feel like my own, right. I was like, uh, I need to add some stuff and remove some stuff and do some stuff. So actually, last year on the Super Bowl day, I don't really care about the Super Bowl, so he went to a Super Bowl party, yeah. and he came back in our whole room. Stop. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean, I mostly did like just whites and grays and stuff like that, but I was just, I was just like, I need to like feel like I'm coming home when I'm coming yeah. here, because now mm-hmm. I live here. But it had been, like, a year of me just coming over very often and things like that. So it all worked out. He doesn't. He didn't really care about, like, me changing decor and stuff. Um, one thing, so our, our refrigerator makes ice. Like, uh-huh. the freezer yeah. makes automatic ice. Well, it has the capability to. Uh-huh. So one day I'm like, hey, how do we set up the ice thing? Because yeah, well, it's not. Like, yeah, there's, working. like, freezer things. You know, like the freezer. Yeah, cubes? yeah, like the little cubes. The ice cubes. Yeah, the ice cubes. Thing in there, but I'm like. There's... But we have a fr- yeah, an ice so maker. So I'm like, can we set up the ice maker thing? Like, I think you have to attach it to the water line or something. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, he didn't know. There's an ice maker in the freezer. Oh. It's still not connected to this. Stop. Mine doesn't work, so that's okay. <laughs> I feel you on that one. And, but I'm just like, because he's been there so long, those are like things yeah. that he's just he's not. Just like, like, oh, I don't know. Like this is yeah. Yeah. That's but, so funny. So you did like um, was it think like a man, Gabrielle Union, when he like left and came back and she oh. remodeled the whole house, <laughs> kind of in like one day or so. No, literally, our room was done in one That's day. That's hilarious. Downstairs, I kind of took the time with like the living room and stuff. Oh, it's just, just got, got two two stories. I'm sorry. Downstairs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Chris is an easy person to live with. He's very easy. That's good. Gino's yeah. too, but like. 
I was moving from my parents' house, and he was moving from his apartment. So I was like, oh, we got to get a new couch and, like, a new bed. And he's like, but why? I'm like, because, Same. no, like, I'm not living with this couch. Like, we can't even lay on it together. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's a brick. And he's just like, doesn't get it. Yeah. And he was like, well, I don't get it. I mean, it fits and it's like modern. I was like, it doesn't matter. It's not coming with us. So let's sell it on Craigslist. Um, Because if we can't both lounge, we just got a new couch a couple months ago. And Chris was like, why do we need a couch when we have a couch? I'm like, we can't even sit both down here and watch a Netflix movie. Yeah. And now we have a big, like, Like cozy. cozy Yeah. 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 It's just like, but I feel like I'm turning into my mom or like my grandma. There's moments where, like, now I can't go to sleep if there's like dishes in the sink. Mm Or if it's, like, something on the counter. Because, like, I just need to wake up to a clean house. Right. And, like, that, like, kills me. And I'm, like, expecting him to feel the same way, which is just, like, not reasonable. And I'm, like, can you just wipe the counter before you go to sleep? Like, there's, like, a little bit of a breadcrumb here. He's, yeah. like, who fucking cares? I'm tired, you know? It's just, like, those things that you kind of have to, like, okay, maybe that's not the way he does things. But, right. like, he also doesn't close the cupboards. And I'm, like, hitting my new nose into a cupboard. And yeah, I'm, like, you're going to pay for this? So, like, yeah. what? No. I heard a statistic one time that, like, most home injuries happen with people leaving doors and cupboards and drawers open. Stop. I am going to take this part yes. of the interview. Yeah, and I'm going to give it to him because yes. he thinks I'm, like, being so crazy. The other day he left the microwave open. I'm, like, what are no. you doing? It's a microwave. <laughs> no, that's a pet peeve of mine, too. Yeah, or locking sure. doors. He's, like, well, I, I guess I'm going to just say it. He doesn't lock doors. <laughs> Like the door, the front like door. Like the front door? Yeah. He's like, well, I'm home. Who's going to come crazy in? I'm about like, locking doors. a murderer? Yeah. Like, you might not have these problems in Michigan, but it, honey. Yeah. One, he's from Michigan. Yes. Two, he's a guy. So, like, I guess. I don't know. But I'm crazy about locking doors. Like, crazy. I lock, I lock the bedroom door. Every door is locked yes. when I go to bed at night. I remember when we lived together, your dad came and installed, like, the, <sighs> an additional, like, two additional locks to our apartment. Yes. And then he gave us, even though we were on the second floor, he gave us these, like, window stoppers, mm-hmm. like, these bars so that, like, no one from the outside can open yeah. our window. We were on the second floor, but I'm like, damn, if anyone tried to climb up no, here, yeah. they're not getting yeah, in at can. all. Yeah, he gave us, like, yeah. military-grade, like, yes. locks for the, I remember Can you that, tell him for I the need hallway one? door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I need one now. He'll give you everything you need. <laughs> but her dad was a police officer. Mm-hmm. Sergeant? Yeah. Yes, there you go. So he was just like, no, my girls are about to be locked in this thing. I got pulled over um, a couple months ago. I was about to use his name, but I was like, that's so janky. <laughs> Like, also, like, he's retired. I know. Like, my uncle <laughs> is a sergeant. I got pulled over, like, a couple months after he he retired, and I still just acted like he was... You have to. What yeah. are they going to do? He's retired. You can't show respect just because someone retired? Um, <laughs> I think that's it for BTS. Are okay. you ready to get into some hot topics? I'm ready for okay. this part because I need to know what's going on you in the world. You need to know what's going on in the world. Okay, so the Oscar nominations came out. Um, Joker has 11 nominations. I have not seen it. I saw it. I saw it. Too. Tell me your thoughts, kids. When he started to become and take on like the Joker and he like started like killing people and stuff like that, like that's when I was like, oh my God, he finally like like started doing something <laughs> or like fighting back. But it, like that movie gave me so much anxiety. Like I loved it. He, it was so he won the Golden Globe. He's they're they think he's gonna win the Oscar. It was so good. He he did really well in the role, yeah. for sure. Um, he, there was so much physic. He got s- physically abused so much in that movie, and I'm like, people, is this real? Like, do people really do? This? <laughs> do really? people get hurt this much yeah, in I, life? I think they do. I'm definitely gonna watch it before the award yeah. show. But how many nominations? I think like eleven or something. Oh, wow. And then Ford versus Ferrari got nominated. I didn't see that one. Um, Little Women got nominated. I did not see that one. Um, Lion King got snubbed. It was not that great. Not the movie. Snubbed. They didn't even they didn't get nominated for the song or anything. Oh wow! For animated film, they didn't get nominated. They didn't get nominated for like the song. Nothing. The song was good. I mean, yeah, I would give them soundtrack more than yeah, anything else. Um, and then of course, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and. Um, Irishmen were nominated, but I don't know if they're going to win. Did you watch Irishmen? I watched both of them. What do you think? I loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Loved. It was so funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Loved. I don't think Leonardo's going to win because he's going against Joaquin Phoenix. He's so good, But I love him. They gave him one award, and they're like, this is it. That's it. You're not going to get another one. doesn't matter what the fuck you do. You you can jump from a building and land on your feet. You're not getting the award. They don't, yeah. Both him and Brad did, like, Brad Pitt's probably going to win because he won the Golden Globe. 
Okay. So you might win. And I would love to hear another speech from wow. him. Wow. Who would I... Okay, would I give it to Joaquin or... Leonardo. Yeah. Joaquin had to do... Transform a more, little more. more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's him. like The Revenant when he just... But then they didn't give it to him in Titanic. They didn't give it to him in Catch Me If You Can. They just don't like this man. So know. it doesn't even matter. And I love Leo. Um, Maybe the movie will win, though. Maybe the movie will. You know, they they say that the Golden Globes project was going to happen at the Oscars and 1917 won. And, like, no one saw that movie. I'm very confused about 1917. It's the war Is movie. Is it out? Yeah. Oh. It's the war movie. I'm like, how did everybody watch this movie? No one watched it until after it won uh, a Golden Globe. Okay. <laughs> like, actually, that's what happened. Hmm. But I'm not going to watch it because I don't like war movies. Um, I like war movies. I can't. It's too brutal for me. Yeah. I can't watch it. The next thing I'm going to talk about is Megxit. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week, and I feel like we're going to be talking about it all year because, like, we just don't know the ins and outs. Like, right. First of all, we're never going to know. I just want to know what the fuck is going on back there, but, like, we're never going to know because they're just so... Right. You know? Keep Royalty. it in the family. It's like right. it's like Elevator with How Solange and Jay-Z. Be. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm, like, not mad at it, but it just, like, as a bystander, I don't <laughs> know, like, like, as an outsider, happening? I just want to know what... The, the drama. Um, but basically, they finally had their little meeting. Remember? Um, so they announced Megxit, and then Harry was supposed to go back home and meet with the queen and his father and his brother and kind of talk about the terms. Okay. So um, this is what the queen posted on her account or her intern. Um, <laughs> Today, my family had very constructive discussions on the future of my grandson and his family wrote the queen after speaking with Harry and Meghan on Monday. We respect and understand their wish to live a more independent life as a family while remaining a valued part of my family. The queen's statement continued, Harry and Meghan have made clear that they do not want to be reliant on public funds in their new lives. So they keep saying this like financial independent or like private funds, public funds, because I think they want to make sure that like the public knows that their new life is not going to go towards, uh, it's not going to come from the like, citizens money their taxes um but what those terms are we don't know i saw people posting like oh my god are they gonna have to get jobs now like what are their lives gonna be and i'm like that's one book deal away and then we're fine yeah i mean how do you feel about this and i feel like the media is like turning first people were like really supportive of them doing it and now people are like well it's the way they did it like they just posted on instagram nobody knew Hmm. so now people are like megan is trying to take him away from her family it's just like such a it's this is what i mean like i want to know what's happening because it's just first of all who gives a fuck because he's never going to be king so let the man free right also it's hard for me to believe that nobody knew like they knew this didn't, they didn't just, like, There was already day. problems. They knew, I guess. They just weren't ready for the announcement. Yeah. I think that's a very hard transition. To, and then, on top of that, it's like, no, you're in this royal family. Yeah. And and the media was so harsh on her. They were very harsh on her. And we kind of really don't know Megan's personality, but yeah. I feel like she has a strong personality. Right. She had a, you know. A career. A career. She kind and now of, they're telling her she can't write for Vogue, and she's like, "Bitch, I can't yeah, write for Vogue." Yeah, I feel like she knows who she is and yeah. who she wants to be and how she wants her family to be. And I think that they're just in love, and they're like, "Nah, we're not about to do this." But like, so people's argument are like, "But you knew what you were getting yourself into. Like you knew that what your uh, role as a royal is, right?" So it's right, like, yeah. "No, you can't have a public job. Like, no, you can't have this." So their arguments like you knew what it was going to be, but then it's like sometimes you know what you're getting yourself into, but you don't know really until but you're there. I think that's also why they're stressing, like, we're not taking any of this yeah. money. We're just going to step away from the whole thing. Yeah, and, and it appears probably going to be better for their health, you know? And it's like he has, like, trauma from marriage. his mom's, like, death, and, like, for him it's like... And then when you look, and I'm going to post an article, you guys, make sure you check out, like, it'll be in the description, but I saw this article by BuzzFeed, and I couldn't even believe it, because you always hear how harsh the media is on Megan, but you don't realize it. They did this article where they compared um, headlines that about oh, Megan and about Kate, and it was they were doing the same thing, but it's the way they wrote it and what they said, and it's they're literally yeah. talking about the same thing they both did the same thing they didn't wear a hat to a certain thing and then they were talking about how like nice kate looked without a hat and how disrespectful megan was for not wearing a hat this is like a year or two apart i'm like no joke i was like shocked so i'm like oh okay so they really are fucked up like and i can understand why she's leaving yeah for sure 
Um, like even that that little clip of um, when that one reporter asked her, like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. Like she, I felt like she just went to break down. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Get like literally get out. Like get me out of here. Yeah. Somebody help me. And please. someone's like, "Well, she's an actress," and I'm like, "Well, if she's acting, then like put her in a fucking movie because yeah. like she's doing a great job right here. She sold me." I mean, but definitely very historical. But at the times, the it's 2020. Like this is. I feel like it's inevitable. Yeah. And she, he's never going to be king, so what the fuck does it matter? The next thing I want to talk about is Gigi Hadid. She got called to be on, um, she was ca- called into jury duty during the Harvey Weinstein, like, trial. I mean, not the trial's not happening, but, like, while they're looking, I don't know what the proper word is. They're looking for jurors, and Gigi Hadid got summoned. Um, she didn't get picked. They did say... They gave out a list of, of witnesses, and they said, does anyone on this jury, they think they had, like, over 100 people, they said, does anyone here know any of the witnesses? And she's like, I know um, Selma Hayek. And they were like, okay, can you be an impartial juror? And she's like, I think I can. Um, but like, they no, still asked her to, <laughs> they still dismissed her after a couple of days. I think they thought about it and were like, this is not a good idea because with her being in it there's gonna be a lot of media attention on her and he, harvey weinstein if he gets yeah. called you know guilty they can be like he can ask for a mistrial because like well i didn't get a fair trial because now all the attention was on the mm. supermodel i think that was the correct decision i do too because it's just too much with her and um you just told me yeah. <laughs> her status yeah today. yeah it's pretty up there it's, in pop culture and it's yeah she's very much up there I don't think this case needs anything else to distract from. No, we need like a fair fucking trial here. That's what we need. And the crazy thing is, um, out of all the people living in New York, like she gets called. I know, that's so weird. It's really, really insane. So, um, also to get to that point where they're like asking when they're asking yeah yeah because i've been in jury duty many times have you okay that's that's what i was gonna talk to you next about um i feel like i'm not a civil servant (laughs) because every time i never do never but i always tell them that i am busy and i cannot make it and then at one point they were like you can only do it once a year so you gotta come and i'm like oh my god okay and then at one time i was just like okay well let's hope i don't get called in that you know you have to call in every day or every week or whatever i haven't been called in yet and i've been really dicking and dodging them for like as long as i had the opportunity to be on it yeah so i have been like when you actually have to go into the court Mm -hmm. and then they choose people yes that's the point Gigi was at but they never chose Okay. So then after they choose people, then the rest of you can just But are you happy about that? Yeah. I don't think I'd want to sit on a trial. I love a good true crime whodunit. Me too, but (laughs) I don't like being the decision maker in someone's life because you never know. So for like a high, like I wouldn't want to be on a murder case or anything like that. I don't think because that's just. Like you don't want to be the people that were there during the OJ thing, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Also, Even though, though they all made money writing a book, by the way. <laughs> right. So, like, maybe you do want to be there. <laughs> no, right. For something smaller, like, just to be in the biz, like, ooh, like, maybe that would be I mean, fun. the Harvey Weinstein thing, like, I could have done that. Like, that's not something where I'm just, like, you know, I could have sat yeah, I wouldn't have felt bad about that decision, you know? Right. But. Um, I think that I could definitely do. Also, I did mediation in court. Yes. Before. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Arissa is a mediator. I am. Yes. So I've done mediations in the court downtown LA, and just that itself is pretty crazy. So I can only imagine what it is to be like on a jury Mm -hmm. and having to really just like go through all the details. Because a lot of times in mediation, it's not really about the little details. It's about okay, what can we do right now to move forward? Yeah. So it would be different. I think I would be cool doing it probably just once, but nothing like super high stakes. Yeah. Just like. Who stole this car? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I, can, I can get with the car theft. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's interesting. Next, Demi Lovato got asked to do the um, national anthem at the Super Bowl. Hmm. So she's doing it. At first, I was really excited because I think she's so talented. Like, her voice is insane. And then I remembered that we were mad at her about the 21 Savage thing. So I don't know how I feel I have no about idea it. what you're talking about. Basically, she had just had that whole, you know, 
drug situation happened and she was just like finally coming back to social media. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, okay. 21 Savage got arrested and deported. Or he, ISIS, it was, uh, ICE was holding him. ISIS. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> damn. ICE, <laughs> ICE was holding him because they um, were going to deport him because okay, he's not a citizen in the, the UK. Okay. And she said that her favorite part of the Super Bowl were all of the 21 Savage memes. And I was like, bitch, like, this is someone's life who's in ICE. And, like, you can't say that when you're, like, a high-profile person. So during the Super Bowl, he she was, was like, being it, yeah, yeah. detained and mm-hmm. people were posting memes. People were posting and memes she was like, and she joined in on the fun and then she decided to tweet about it. It's one thing to giggle with your friends. Yeah. But for you to be one of the biggest, like, celebrities on the planet and for you to post something like is that. Is she one of the biggest celebrities on the planet? She is big. And yeah. I didn't realize. She's like Selena Gomez. People that you don't really think about yeah, or popping. care about. And they're like, they have like, Also, I haven't so heard her voice followers. in a very long time. She's she so talented. She's so talented. Mm. She can really sing. Okay. Like, live. Like, I mean, like, sing, sing. Okay. But, yeah, now I'm, now all I can think about is her talking her about 21 Savage, 21 Savage. The last Super Bowl. So, I'm like. I actually feel how. You feel about that? Because I was mad at Rihanna for the longest time. I just got unmad at her. What did she do? This was so long ago. Oh, fuck. This was like seven years ago. What did Rihanna do? Okay, so. Seven years ago? (laughs) Damn, but she could hold a grudge. So. Thank God I never made you mad. You're going to be sitting here right now. We might have to look it up, like, when this actually happened. But so a little girl, like 16, how how are you when you're going to prom? Like 17, 18. 17, 18. So she got her prom dress made after one of the dresses Rihanna wore or uh-huh. whatever to something, which I did that with Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I'm already feeling for the yeah. girl. So the prom dress didn't come out cute, really. Okay. Or, like, how, sh- how the dress actually really looked. Yeah. But Rihanna posted it, like, real-life Instagram. No. And I was like, Re. She's oh, I didn't know that. A teenager, one, two. Looks up to you. She's your fan. Yeah, like. Did she know that she was a teenager? And also the whole other. I mean, she matter. was going to prom, oh, of yeah. course. Also, the whole internet is like so mean, dragging her down. Yeah. Can you not join in? Yeah. But so I'm unmad at Rihanna now because I just feel like she didn't know. Yeah. And Demi just might not have known. I don't know. But you can be mad at her. I'm not. Yeah, mad but at like you. when you have all these problems publicly and people drag you. Right. You don't drag people when they're deported by ICE, bitch. Right. Do you know what right. that means? Right. Have you heard of what an ICE <laughs> institution is like? If no, you yeah, haven't, you should ask Joe Judice from Housewives because he just got out of that motherfucker. So it's not nice. I feel you. And I, you know how I feel about immigration and like illegal immigration. No, and like, I Not that you. his life is very hard. Did she put but out a cute little apology? No. So what happened, I don't know what the fuck she did, but Wale responded and he said something like, this is not the time, oh. whatever. But he said something nicely and she was like, oh, now you want to say something, you're just mad because I never answered your DM about making music together. So she was like, clap, clap. Okay. And Wale was like, Never kick people when they're down. It's nice to know that you read my messages. I'll never kick you when you're down. You go, girl. Because, like, she had just, like, this has just happened to her. Yeah. She deleted her, her Twitter. She deleted, her and her Instagram, Instagram after this. She got a lot of backlash. Yeah. People have to realize, too, that because there were, a lot of people were making fun of the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. But you have to realize when you're at an elevated level, yeah, you can't level, just you join in to, like that. Right. Because yeah. it spreads that message. And to you know fans. what it's like. To be going through something yeah. very real and people... Publicly. Also, this is why I don't really rock with the NFL. NFL is pretty NFL. janky, I have to say. But, I mean, like, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. Well, I'm just going to be in the background because it's not like the Cowboys are playing or the Rams. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> but I watch it, the halftime show. Because I'm... Well, halftime? J-Lo and Shakira. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, going to yeah, be... Yeah. It's a concert. Okay, I mean, okay, It's like, okay. what are you going to do? I heard about that. Yeah. Excited so, for J-Lo. I'm really excited about that. Um, And then the last thing I want to talk about in Talkworthy is just something, like, really weird because I never thought I'd be reading these headlines um but it's about Diplo and Sia and um so they work together in music but Sia did an interview for GQ and she said about Diplo much of our relationship is just being spent trying not to have sex so that we wouldn't ruin our business relationship because he's super duper hot I wrote him a text and I said hey listen you're like one of five people that I'm sexually sexually attracted to and now that I've decided to be single for the rest of my life <clears throat> I have a friend like this. I just adopted a son. I don't have time for a relationship. If you're interested in some no strings sex, a son? then hit me up. I love 
I love I, it. Wait, I, love it. I don't know what's. I don't know what I like more: the fact that she sent him the text, or the fact that she told GQ and everyone else that she sent him the text. Also, wait, can you read the sun line again? Yes. Why is the sun being mentioned? Because because she's basically she's saying she's busy. Oh, she's okay. saying, um, and now that I've decided to be single for the rest of my life, bitch, how are you know the rest of your life? You don't know what you're like, oh, God, I planned for you. It's going to make you difficult. Um, <laughs> for the rest of my life, I just adopted a son. I don't have time for a relationship. If you're interested in some no strings, okay. Okay. sex, then hit your girl up. Loves it. I love all the Dude, on every I, I think I love it more that she told everyone that she did it versus yeah. her even actually That's doing it. That's who she is. It's like, I love, like... I don't know anything about Sia, but like now I feel like I know Sia. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, like, have I ever like hit anyone up like this bold? Not even about sex, yeah. but just like pure, like, hey, I think you're really attractive. Like, right. we should go. I'm like, no, I have never. I don't think I really I love, have yeah, any like, confidence and just like basically like ask for what you want, and it just like makes yes. it so much easier. Yeah, yeah, but then that's gonna work ruin their working relationship. Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe he said yeah. Yeah, maybe they're doing it right now. <laughs> oh, maybe they're they've done it ten times. Okay. Maybe he's gonna be a stepfather. <laughs> Wait, so I was asking Lena, do you think that if he was a guy, it would be um, weird if I see. he shared it Reveal with GQ? That. Mm-hmm. Um Or if Sia was a guy. I definitely think that there were there would have been some backlash. There would and be the double more standard. Yeah. But you know what though? There's some double standards that are in our favor and it's like, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. this is a, this is like a woman coming out and just being like bold and whatever. And you know what? That's okay. But no, there but you're totally right. I think if, if it was if she was if a guy, it would have been like, Oh, so you don't wanna be with her, you don't care about love or nothing, you wanna fuck her? Like this is yeah, would have been no, Yeah. You're right. Good point, girl. And that's what we call a different perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a perfect way to end that segment. (laughs) All right, guys, we are going to get into the dropping gems segment. And the topic of the week is two minutes and 15 seconds in Daytona. Oh, my gosh. If you have not watched Cheer, I was going to say don't listen to this. But also, like, I don't care. I'm just going to ruin it for you. No. Okay. If you haven't watched Cheer, pause this. Yes. Go Go watch it. it And then come back to this. Um... But you guys, I'm not only saying this because I cheered. So I'm wearing my cheer gear. Right now I'm wearing my cheer shirt, my Fairfax cheerleading shirt. Oh, it's a practice shirt. If you're listening on the podcast app, you can't really see. But if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my Fairfax cheer gear. Arissa's going to put on I'm struggling. her laces high school cheer. We we went to, there weren't rivals, but they were really close to each other. And we played against each other. Her we laces cheer. We, we were, our scores were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and yours went to like the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> that's true um now that i started cheer gear why we're dressed like this is because we both watched um the cheer docuseries on netflix and we're obsessed and yeah. i was like ins- i instagrammed about it i posted and she dm'd me and she was talking about how like anxious and happy and like scared she was i was dreaming and about yes the competition <laughs> and i had anxiety like i was watching uncut jazz yeah. also i cried in every episode did you cry? I cried every episode. I'm like, why am I crying? I cried at one point, but I can't remember what it was. It was a Morgan story. Oh, my god! Oh, my God. I'm, I, I cried there. I cried Jerry. It might I cried Ladarius. I kind of I didn't know. I didn't cry about Lexi, but I was crying the whole time. Gina yeah. was like, why are you crying? Why is everyone crying? <laughs> Um, but basically, it's a docuseries on Netflix, and it follows a cheer team. This is a 14-time national cheer team out of Corsicana, Texas, and it's uh, from Navarro College. Now, this is a two-year junior college, so this was fascinating to me because I didn't even think about junior colleges having right. cheer teams, especially and like a national award-winning right. cheer and team. Being so good, so good, because like. To the point where people are coming to Corsicana, Texas. Yes. Wherever that is. This small, tiny town. They're coming there to cheer, to cheer on this team. At this college, yeah. And they're so good. And what made this documentary so great is that, like, we weren't just following the sport of cheerleading, even though, like, you... If you've cheered before, then you know a little bit about cheerleading. Mm-hmm. If you never cheered, you're learning about not just, like, oh, okay, it's cheerleading. People throw go in the air. People scream a couple things. But, like, that's really not what cheer is like there's so much more the ins and outs you're learning like the positions just like football has a quarterback and a this you know right. cheer has a tumbler a stunter a top girl a flyer so you're learning about that but it's not like it's this the docuseries is not like okay this is a flyer and this is what it's meant to be a tumbler it's like following the lives of these kids who are coming to the school to cheer on this team and this might be the last time that they ever compete or perform on this level right. because there is nowhere to go 
after this. Like, you can cheer on an all-star team, but you, after a certain age, there's an age cap, and there's nowhere to go. There's no professional level unless you're trying to right. be, like, a Dallas cheerleader. I love cheerleader. the one part where they say it takes more skill to be a cheerleader in college, yeah. like a competitive cheerleader in college, than a cheerleader, like, in the NFL. Absolutely, because they, or have you been, like, you see the Laker girls, you see the Dallas cheerleaders, they're great, they dance, that's a skill yeah. in its own, but they're not doing uh, these athletic kind of skills that we're talking about, right? right? right, right. Yeah, it's just not, it's not comparable. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, so we're going to get into, like, the the real topic, which is I want to go into what it's meant to be, a, what's meant, a, like, what's, what's, what is meant to be a sport, what is considered a sport, and how we think that cheer is obviously a sport. Um, so we'll we'll go into that a little bit later, but I want to talk about the docuseries first. Um, let's see. Let's talk about some of the characters. Let's start with the coach, Monica. Yes. Coach Carter vibes is what I got. <laughs> coach Carter? You like the movie? Because I feel like she was like trying to fix... And, like, help these people, right. these kids who were, like, I don't know, damaged a lot I of them I feel more. like she had, like, the staple personality yes. for a cheer coach. It, I mean, like, a good yes. team cheer coach. And I thought it was so interesting how they were saying she's one of the only women right. coaches on this level. Right. Like, in the, like, on a competitive level, she's one of the only co- co- coaches that's mm-hmm. a woman. I was like, really? So right. most of these coaches are guys. Yeah. But, I mean, she reminded me of, you know, our coach when we were in middle school. Yes. Y'all's coach when you were in high school. You know, like, she just had those same qualities of, like, there's just no – I mean, she's probably the same as, like, a football coach or something like that. Yes, there was no bullshit with her. There's no – But there was always, like, a soft spot, but she didn't really show it. But you knew if you needed something, you can go to Monica. Exactly. And I think that's, like – how it should be and that yeah. is what determines a, a good coach because even when we were young and we, our coach was like a freaking drill sergeant Brutal, which we're gonna get into <laughs> right but if you're listening tina hey girl <laughs> hey you made us who we are yeah, you sure did <laughs> but um also you really want to like please them and make them proud right. and like you can also go to them if you need to talk about And you anything. don't want to disappoint them. Like, that's what they kept yeah. saying. I, I, I think of Monica when I'm doing things or I'm going places. And that's what we used to do. We used to be like, oh, my God, I'm representing this middle school. She's going like, right. to get in trouble. We we're can't, gonna get this. We can't do this. We, we can't, can't do, do this. Yeah. We can't because we're on, on the dance team. And yeah. we have to, like, mm-hmm. look a certain way and Act you know, a carry way. ourselves a certain way. So, But love her. And then Jerry. I think Jerry mm-hmm. was my favorite favorite character of everyone i've never seen a happier kinder person in my life so happy him trying to make matt like yeah made my life so what making matt means is basically you have a team right so say you have 40 or 50 people on your team Mm -hmm. um there you guys are cheering during the games you guys are doing pep rallies but when it comes to actually competing for the national championship you can only have 20 people so out of the 40 50 people that are on your team you can only have 20 people compete so they're competing right. against one another to make matt and jerry is first of all the sweetest little thing in the world but make watching him trying to make matt when he almost didn't make it i was like freaking out for him because i'm like i know he's not the best but like this is his last yeah, year yeah so it was like i was just happy for him yeah. in the end and also what he he reached his dreams of going to the school that he wanted to go to. He got in. I don't know if he went. Maybe if they do a season two. Oh. He got a scholarship to the university he wanted to go to, but I have a feeling Why he, he I have a feeling he went back to cheer another year. So because this is a two-year uh, anniversary, okay. anniversary? <laughs> because this is a two-year uh, program, you can get your AA, but you have to leave. Or if you want to get another AA and stay, stay there, you can. Yeah. But most people leave after two years. Um, so... Because you have to move on with your life. Yeah, or yeah. not. <laughs> or you can stay in Corsican in Texas and cheer for as long as you want. You can have four eggs. Yeah. But he was a very good example of, like, because he lost his yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. We're just kind <laughs> You're of watching this after you've watched yes. here. No spoiler alerts. <laughs> um, so he lost his mom, but then he had a very just positive attitude, and he was, like, a great person and character just to... And you hear about these kind of people, but you never really meet right. them. And, like, I, met, I feel like I know Jerry. Yeah. I met and I love Jerry. Um, um, and then Ladarius. 
Ladarius. Ladarius, like, attitude on 10. I've had, like, teammates but how like many? This. I was going to say, how many teammates have we seen like, like that? On, I've had so many teammates whose attitude was on 10, and they're just, like, uncoachable, un-whatever. But they're but so, they're so good. good. They're so good. The talent is, like, and you're like, why are you Out so annoying? Out of this room. Yes. He was so but good. But they do not do well with authority. No. They do not do well with just, like... Being, you have to be one, yeah. and they don't want to be one at times, and it's like, can you just get in line? Yes, just get in line. He was just so much, but you know what? He's good. He is and good. And he, he pulled through. Um, So, Gabby Butler. Mm-hmm. You guys, I have so many thoughts on this girl. She is like the the cheerleader, right? She became a famous cheerleader when she was young. Her parents started putting her on YouTube, and she got like this huge following. Right. Um, and then she comes to the school to cheer on like the best team that she can cheer on. Um, and you know, I feel for her. She is like that girl does not sleep. That girl was under stress. I feel like her parents are like the dance mom parents. They're like toddler and Tierra parents, both of them. They're just like work, 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 Those work. phone calls she was getting from her mom, yes. I was like, I cannot no. right now. And like they want the best for her. They want her to optimize her time like, right. while she can because your body. But it was so much. It's, it's so much. And then also. She carried it well, though. She carried it well, but also I just felt for her on the end of um, – you know, the emotional toll it takes to be on social media and yeah. be an icon like that? Yeah. Because if you are the cheerleader, like, all you have to hit everything. Yes, all eyes on you. You have to, yeah, like. So when she did so it. So she was feeling very self-conscious because yeah. she's still human. Yeah. Like, And so you could see it really in, like, practices or, um, yeah, when practices when she drops something or if something, you know, she didn't do something right, you can it, it see. It hit her ten times she, harder. Than anyone. She was, right. like, really, really in it, crying. It was just a lot. So. Loved Gabby. Um, Lexi was an interesting character. She was kind of like a rebel, and she uh, had was been arrested, was like into fighting, and she came in kind of like the black sheep of the team, but so talented. Her tumbling, they, her they tumbling. say she tumbles like a man. I was like, God, they keep saying that, but you watch her tumble, you're like, oh my God, this girl's strength. Like, no one is just being Yeah, it's because asses. of her power. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> um, so, no, when she said that she was like blacked out and she like, Beat someone up so bad like that they, they had, had to, to get new teeth. I was like, Lexi girl, like because she's like she when talks you look at so her, yeah, sweet. she's so sweet, she's so she's soft. Like, she's like, I didn't get invited to Shannon's birthday. Like, damn Sherbs, you didn't invite her to your birthday. <laughs> damn Sherbs, Sherbs fell and got hurt really bad. The best fly, you guys, the best flyer on the team got injured. And when you see this, I screamed so loud when she fell. I ran it back. Six yes, because I was like, I need to know what, what happened. Whose fault was, and we still don't know. No, so what happened was, you know, they were doing this yes. switch. Nobody was there to catch her. No, so this stunt group over here uh-huh. didn't get their switch off. So they're supposed to switch. They didn't like they didn't have throw her, her to throw her. So they're already they're they still already holding have her. Someone in their so hands. how are they going to catch her? And they're already Stop. holding her. So literally nobody no, is yes. standing there. So you guys, when you watch this, she just flies. She just she gets thrown and she flies from one end to the floor, like because someone's supposed to catch her. There's no one there. Like three people are supposed what to catch you. What made me so mad is there's 20 people not on mat. Yeah. Where are you? Where then no one's spotting. You guys, when you see the way she fell, you've never seen anything like this in your life. And when I screamed so loud, Gino ran out of his dungeon because he thought something happened. And he's like, play it back. And he's like, where are the spotters? Like, no, yeah. So the number one thing when you're learning to stunt mm-hmm. is everybody in the room comes over and they come around to make sure that if you're going to fall, that there's somebody there to catch yes. you. I remember when we first started stunting. Yes. And I caught you. Oh, my God. So I was a back spot, uh-huh. which is like the person in the back of a stunt group that can pretty much see everything and see where the flyer is going. And when we first started stunting, you got thrown like... Oh, my God. So I was a flyer. I've had so <laughs> many horror stories. I fell. We were practicing outside one day at Fairfax High School, and we were practicing on the fucking grass, like no mats, nothing. By the way, you practice like that a lot. I don't know who thought this was legal. And I got thrown in the air, and one of my people decided to shift and got scared that I was coming down. So she, like, tucked her head like this, and I bounced off her body and landed on my entire right side on the fucking ground. Oh, I remember that. So that was one. The second time, they were like, oh, let's learn how to do a backflip. Anyone want to try it? Nobody wanted to try it. So I was like, fuck it, I'll try it. This is when I used to be fearless, let me tell you. (laughs) No, how times have changed. They throw me up 20 feet in the air. I do a backflip. I'm coming down face first. 
like I'm coming down and I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. Like, I thought this was it for me because I was like, what do I do? I can't flip my body around. I've never no, tried yeah, it. You don't have enough and I'm coming down and it was really high and everyone moved and I landed on my feet and Tonya, which is one of my best friends, she grabbed my arm. So she, she held my body up by my arm, but they didn't catch my body. And I hit my ankle so hard. I was like, it, I was damaged. Wow. But, but yeah, I've had like four I remember stores. the time in the gym. When they dropped. At, at, in G? middle school. What? You don't remember that? No. We were, we were doing a stunt Why were we day. doing stunts in middle know. school? We were in the dance team. I don't know. We're doing a stunt. I don't remember what. It was probably just like a half or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it was a half. But you fail, and I literally grabbed you like by your arm or something like this, and your face was like this close to the ground. I feel like I remember that. But yeah, I feel like I've happened. had my face to the ground so many times. Yeah. You guys. It's- but anyway, so that's why it's very important to have any extra bodies around when you're practicing. Yes. Just so that anybody can grab them anyway. And there was nobody there. Nobody there. She flew from one room to one side of the room to the other. From the windows to the wall. And there was no one there. Nope. And they're in practice. And nope. it's like... Oh, Sherbs. <laughs> um, and then the last person I want to talk about is Morgan. Now, her, I'm not going to tell you her whole story. But basically, like, her story is, like, I think one of the stories that made this show so great. Is, like, you really see someone and you're like, oh, like, she looks like a typical cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She's talented, whatever. But when you hear her story, it is tragic because some shit you've never heard before like so confusing so confusing. I'm so confused about it so, uh, okay basically <laughs> she her her dad remarried her mom left and her dad put her and her brother into a trailer when she was like 12 years old and said like here figure, figure life out so she was living in a trailer by herself with her brother and then her brother yeah. went went off and moved and she was living in a trailer by herself and she was like 14 years old yeah. fending for herself like her story is really crazy um but yeah so I first of all the characters were great um then I, so the, the whole season, they're basically training to, like, win the championship, okay? Like, that's basically what they're doing. Like, they cheer at these games, but, like, no one cares about the games. All they want right. to do is win the championship because they won 13 times. They want to win for the 14th time. And um, the last competition, I thought it was over. Did you know about that rule? I didn't know. I thought it was over. I was freaking out. Do you know, they lost, they, they fucked it up. They lost it. He was so mad. I... So many emotions. My sister and my cousin were there, and they were watching me watch it, and they were just like, "What are you going?" To were you shaking? Right you guys, I know you I guys was probably don't understand this. I standing up in front yes, of the television, me too. right in the front okay. of the TV, like me too. This is like screaming, yes. like, <laughs> "Don't drop it, hit it!" Did it? Oh just like my god! <laughs> I was like, it was crazy. So anyway, they they win, whatever crazy shit happens. That's basically watch it two minutes and 50 seconds is Daytona is what it should have been called but it's called cheer so I'll let it let them have it um the reason why it's two minutes and 15 seconds is because the routine is can only be two minutes and 15 seconds and it's in Daytona Florida that's why I keep saying two minutes and 15 seconds in Daytona so basically your whole year just boils down down to to two minutes minutes and 15 seconds and then after that you could probably never cheer again or you come back for another year and then like that's it this is your whole life um just made me miss cheer, made me miss dancing. We used me to dance too. together. We used to do the craziest shit. Like, our coach was, I don't want to say drill too sergeant. much. She was a drill sergeant. We um, used to do pull-ups in the rain. <laughs> um, I can't even explain it, but we won nationals all the time. We mm-hmm. went to Hawaii. We went to Vegas. We went everywhere, and we always fucking won for dance. We did. This we, is, here we go. Oh, you have, oh, she, okay, hold up. If you're watching on YouTube, she also has her dance jacket this is from jbms <laughs> yeah john burroughs middle school the jb bears we were like you guys we competed every weekend and we would wear this like over our uniform yeah that was our warm-up and we would perform every single weekend and we competed against everyone and we were like the best really in best. middle school we were competing against high school students too yeah we so were. um that was probably the highlight of my dance career that's how we met that's a highlight of my life <laughs> don't you think it is a very definitive definitive point in our lives yeah um I remember so me and Tonya you guys are probably hearing us talk about Tonya a lot mm-hmm. I've known Tonya since I was five I know she's and she's then, the TNT Mac right she's the TNT Mac and then um her and I met Milan at the same time walking into dance audition yes dance team audition. I was already on the team Milan was already on the, When did you even... I started the beginning of sixth grade. You guys how did you try at the end out? Of sixth grade. I think it was like second semester or something. I don't know how I got on the team. Why was I on so the team? So early. Why was I on the team? I was I on the team, know. right? 
Yeah, yeah you were me. already it was, on. It was me and Brittany. Yeah, it was on the team. But we were in the same grade. I know. I think I auditioned like early semester. I don't even know what happened. So Tonya and I went to the first auditions and we got there and we didn't realize it was two days and mm-hmm. we got there on the second day. And so you guys had already learned like mm. a routine and we were just like, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> so then we left and we came back again. But anyways, the second auditions when we came in, you were already on the team and mm-hmm. you were the first person to like come up to us and be like, can you guys do this? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, Miss Friendly over here. And then, and then Arissa had an accident. The rest of the history. I did have an accident. Yes, Arissa had. An I broke my pelvic bone in audition. Yep, but I still made the team. Mm-hmm. She still made the team. Luckily, it was after all the dancing and stuff. Oh my god, sure. Um, but we had a really like a serious team. Like we were very we competitive. Did. And then we, mo- I moved on to cheer. She moved on to cheer. Different schools. Um, we also competed. We did stunts, and it was like a different experience. Then we danced together at LMU and college. Yes. Um, not like the middle school days. Maybe twice a year we performed. Very low maintenance, right. I would say. Nothing crazy. Just Lena like saw a club one time. dance team. Just a club dance team. Uh, that was about it. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of want to end this segment and just talking about this documentary made me realize, and I've debated about this for years with people, how under like rated cheer is as a sport even dance sure. um but cheer especially when it's competitive and like the the athleticism and the skill that it takes to be a competitive cheerleader and i was like what is the definition of sport because like i always have this argument and this is the definition an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against each other or others for entertainment that sounds like a fucking cheerleader to me yep. so done. that's done um and I was just thinking about how they were saying it takes so many people to complete this, like, pyramid in their routine. And it's like if one person does something wrong, the entire pyramid fails. So it's like the team Which is effort. Like the epitome of a team. Yes. So <laughs> that aspect of it and just, like, the, the concussions, the injuries, very much the same in football in most sports. So, like, so where is the argument that it's not a sport? Um, and I was like, maybe if it gets recognized as an Olympic sport, then it'll be considered a sport. But then, like, no one's considering ping pong a, a sport, but it's an Olympic sport. So, like, I don't... No, but they are. They applied, and they they got approved for the process of it becoming a, a competitive sport for the ping Olympics. Pong? No, cheer. Oh. oh so God. so I think in the LA Olympics in 2028, I think they can really? have a cheer. Yeah. That but now be... I feel like, dude, I feel like, dude, have you seen, like, the, uh, is this Japan? Is it Japan or China? Oh. Yo, those cheerleaders. Those, we, yeah, we might not. No, we, I mean, America <laughs> might not win, but we I just want to see it. I just no, yeah, see I would come. be You guys, so if you Google some of these, like, international teams, they're, like, seven people stacked on top of each right. other because they're so tiny, and right. it's just, like, insane. So, like, cheers is, if you don't watch it, you don't keep up with it, it's definitely something to keep up with. It is a great sport, but watch this documentary so you can understand the pain, right. the intensity. If you're unfamiliar, you're like, what is, like, the big deal? Why, why would you even have a documentary about yeah. it? I think it's a very good, uh, just visual and, like, background of what all goes into it it's a lot yeah it's a lot it's a lot so it's like super hard on your body mm-hmm. but it's so fun yeah and it's the it. best thing i've ever done dancing cheering and taught it me brings everything people together it does it like really makes everyone work toward one goal yeah and i think it's just like a great like team sport yes exactly so uh, with that being said, thank you so much for being my guest. I had so much me. fun with you. If you guys watch Cheer, make sure to comment below and let me know your thoughts. And if you haven't, go watch it. Come back. Let me know your thoughts. Right. Um, make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and a review. Thank you for listening and watching. And we'll be back next week.